All right, this week on One More Pass, we talk about Dak Prescott getting paid $160 million contract, 126 guaranteed, $66 million signing bonus. Boys, Jerry Jones paid out, huh? He sure did. I feel like when he opened up the checkbook, like like the cartoony, like spiders and flies. <laughs> yeah, like it hadn't been open in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also talk about Les Miles getting relieved of his duties from Kansas, stemming from some LSU stuff, which is a terrible situation. And then we also have Pod Dammit. Rob gives us an update on Kroger Watch. It's more like yeah. a down date. Down date. Yeah. And there's, a, I think overall, there's just a good discussion about the grocery stores in Nashville. True. So it'll be helpful. Yeah, that's great. And then maybe some Hawk Talk, Cock Talk. Listen and you'll find out. Joe, you ready to go? Let's go. Rob, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. One more pass. Let's go. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter, One More Pass Pod at gmail.com. And guys, we have another email from my friend Elliot again. Dude. Dude, huge fan of the podcast. We, we need to think of, uh, where are my brothers at? I know they're faithful listeners. Yeah. Uh, I guess one of my brothers sent an email in. Uh, yeah, I did, but we would like more. One More Pass Pod yeah. at gmail.com. Yep. I promise it's not going to the spam folder. But uh, yeah, I guess these are more trivia questions. Uh, One's kind of cool. And then one's like a drum nerd thing, which I think we'll probably all shit on it, but it's kind of (laughs) funny. So uh, the email from Elliot, first first, uh, trivia question. 2011 in Nashville, uh, Adam Beatrice made seven attempts to set the world record for the most half-court shots made in one minute. On his third attempt, he was able to get off 24 shots and ended up setting a new record. How many did he make? setting the new world record. So out of 24 shots that he was able to get off. Half court? Half court shots. Oof. How many did he make to set the world record? And how long? He had a minute to do it? He, he had one minute. 24 shots. Uh, I'm going to say 10. Yeah. Rob? Mm, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to go lower than that. Well, world record. I'll say, I'll say nine. Nine. Joey was right. It was 10. Huh. I, I feel that was a good round number guess. It was. It was, yeah. Or did you actually know that? Did you no, actually know I, that? I didn't know that. I don't I, 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 I never I, heard I, that. Honestly, would never yeah, even think either. to look. I, I knew it had to be less than 50%, but I was like, eh, maybe, you know, maybe maybe less than 10. That's, that's pretty That's good. probably going to be the highlight of my week, getting that right. Yeah, that's great. And then a follow-up for that. Uh, do you guys think that Steph Curry can make a run at that record? Do you think Steph Curry could, could break that world record? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. I actually think LeBron could do it too. Yeah. I think a lot. Of I think a lot of NBA players yeah. could. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe college players. Actually, like I think that might be a cool, uh, cool like NBA uh, All Star Weekend event as well. Like besides the three court shot, just every year, see if you can break the world record who, for I, I was uh, watch a half court shot. Who won it? Steph Curry. No, no, no. I mean, who won? Oh, the All Star Game. Yeah. Didn't they have it this? Wasn't that this last weekend? Oh yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't watch. I used it. to love the All Star Games. I did man. too. They were. Well, I mean, like they when they awesome. actually like played and yeah, played defense. I just, yeah, I, I, both NFL and NBA, and uh, yeah, the only one that I think I really now like kind of really look forward to is the NHL one, um, because they actually kind they of do play. like, and the, and then they do like all those skills competition, yeah. like fastest slap shot. And, yeah, and then his second trivia question: uh, As drummers, do you know who holds the title of owning the largest drum kit <laughs> and how many pieces it was made up of? And it, I'm just going to say, I it, do not care. Is it Keo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> is it the, Sorry, dude, the is it the, 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 the Jesus dude, the guy that has the gigantic, like he plays at a church somewhere and he has the huge, have you seen that guy? My, my only guess He's got to have like a ladder to put it together and a scaffold to get all the stands up and everything. Wow. Well, Maybe that, my only guess would be Terry Bazio because that's his whole thing. Yeah, but Terry, I mean, if we're looking like professional drummers, I would probably say Bazio. Yeah, guy who actually works. Yeah, yeah. but uh, he said uh, Dr. Mark Temperato with a drum set consisting of 813 pieces. I, think like, I don't know where he- I think it's that guy. Oh, it's, it's that guy. I think okay. it's that guy. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, if you if you Google his, like it's like one bass drum, like he doesn't have like four bass drums. It's like one bass drum and it's, it's just like, an ungodly amount of symbols and drums and stuff. Like it's like a cage gotcha. around him. I uh, think that's that dude. Kind of like Kyle's set up, but it's yeah. just side snares. Do you like, he Kyle. actually said hit. It's not me as in like, <laughs> it's not Kyle. Yeah. Which is very funny. 
He said, thanks for playing along. P.S. Go App State basketball. So there Mike Elliott go. went to App State as well with me. But Elliott, I'm sorry. But yeah, we don't really give a shit who has the biggest drum set. So, so with App State winning last night, are they... How do they, so if they'll be in the play-in game or one of the play-in games, you think? Uh, we have no idea, but actually like in the Sun Belt, like maybe they'll actually just bypass that and go straight to the tournament because I feel like those play-in games are for, you know, well, well, no, like, more, well, if they won the tournament, I think they should actually be in. I think Sun Belt gets a automatic yeah, they should, bid. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. They should be in. Yeah. 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 Cause like, I think one of those play-in games is like a, for a 16 seed. And then the other is normally for like a 12 seed. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. like on the bubble. I think just to have a good weekend of watching basketball, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Third time App State going to the NCAA tournament. They were terrible when I was there, but like their record was 16 and 11 or something. Like we had a losing conference record, but for some reason we pulled it out. It was great. But yeah, like the only time I've ever seen our basketball arena packed was when Steph Curry played at Davidson when I was there. And Davidson oh, was in yeah. our conference. So like right. after he made that first NCAA tournament run, every single game that they played at App State after that was just fucking slam packed. Was that so... That must be, I had no idea who he was. It must've been that run. Yeah. When yeah. he. Final four. Yeah. yeah. I remember wa I remember watching him. I was like, yep, there's your next. Yeah. There's your next guy. And he, he wasn't fun, doing yeah. that dumb mouthpiece thing yet. So yeah. it was a little easier to watch. Now, like, dude, he looked like a, like an eight-year-old yeah, child on dude. the court, just oh, draining threes. I just, just remember thinking, is this guy ever going to miss a, th a three-point shot? Yeah. But they just all went in. Dude, he, he set like he the was, record. He's made every three pointers ever shot in his life. <laughs> yeah. He just, he looked like he was in a video game and just no one could yeah. touch him. Hey man, it was just wild to see him in Boone, North Carolina playing the whole Dap state basketball team. SoCon, but I bet it's a cool, those smaller, um, like Lipscomb's like this Belmont. I bet it's a, is it, I bet it's a cool little arena, but it's a price seat. Maybe three, four thousand. Uh, no, I actually sees a lot more. It sees about eight, nine thousand. For some reason, we had. Oh wow! Okay. Like for some reason, well, yeah, because like it was called the Convocation Center, and for some reason, like it was actually a lot bigger than I would expect the Appalachian State basketball arena to be. But, but dude, like they used to have like Eric Church come play shows there, like all this stuff. Really? And, dude, like, it, yeah, we had we had the Black Eyed Peas one year. I didn't go see that because, sorry, I'm not a big fan of the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> um, I'm trying to trying to and talk about a band that like used to be really fucking cool. Yeah. And then they weren't like pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty quick. first, those first couple, a couple of records, like it was cool. Like it, they were kind of like in that Jurassic five, like it was a cool band. Yeah. And then they decided to go pop and it was just like, Oh, that could be a fun, uh, off pod or, or topic. Just bands that are like that where their first or second record, you're like, man, this, these are killer. And then they put out an album and the rest of the albums and you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. It's, five. This, it's this, it's the same people. Yeah. Just, why, why did this just get bad? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Maroon 5 because songs about Jane was freaking awesome. And then after that, it was just like, mm, was it? I thought songs about Jane was pretty great. <laughs> I'm not a big Maroon 5 guy. I'm uh, kind of agnostic about him. I don't really care. Uh, yeah, we know. You guys make fun of me all the time. But speaking about music, Rob, what's the Brad Paisley train rolling this week? It is. Well, we're, oh. we're, we're going to do a, a grueling one song uh, performance, I think, for the Grammys been a little the, the emails have been parsed out very uh sporadically and not a whole lot of information all i know is on thursday this week we are filming something or they are filming something for the grammys so yeah i don't i know what song it is and i don't know where it is but i know that's a day of work so cool that makes me happy is Great. that is are the grammys this sunday or is that next it's week after next okay it's in the next couple of weeks yeah it's in the next couple of weeks so sweet that's great yeah so that's what's going on little work, little, little work on the horizon, even if it's just for a day. Awesome. Joey, what about you, man? Where's uh, the old Scott train? We are just refueling in the station. Um, Scotty did it. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, the music video came out, which uh, there's a few clips of me. And uh, it's always fun when videos come out because I show it to my wife and daughters and get a lot of instant feedback on on how I look. There's a scene where I get out of a van because we're, I don't want to ruin, I don't want to ruin the video for you, but, uh, uh what song is it? It's called you time. <laughs> and, uh, I get out of the van. We're, we're, we're picking up this guy, this actor that's supposed to be in our band and I'm supposed to get out and help him with his gear. <laughs> and I'm just tall. So when I get when I, they happen to get the shot of me getting out of this van. It's pretty entertaining because okay. it looks like, so it gives you a reason to watch it. Okay, great. I, I got to bend down a lot and then you can tell that, you know, 
I don't have 20 year old legs anymore. So it's, you know, but it was work. Nice. And uh, it's been helping the single, which is good. You time by Scotty McCreary. Go check it out. On Is it like you, like the Prince you, or is it spelled out? Ooh. Oh, it's spelled out. Oh, okay. that could be, maybe the remix yeah, maybe. could be like that. Um, my mom did text me and say, I could have used a little more Joey time. Mm, that's she, she, she didn't get enough airtime of mm. me. So <laughs> she was in my corner there. Okay. Um, Great. Nice. So yeah, but no, other than that, uh, just refueling. That's awesome. Uh, fun fact. I've only ever been in one music video in my entire life. Really? Which is good. Yeah. But yeah, the Michael Ray train is still uh, in dry dock as well. The boat, the yacht, whatever you want to call it. I don't have COVID from the show we played last weekend, which is That's great. Good. That's always a win. So everybody wear your masks, still wash your hands. I'm not vaccinated yet, but I will be. So I'm pumped about that. I bet your show out. was your show. Let me see. Was it in uh, New York, Washington state, uh, California? Was it in one of those states? No. Uh, lower. Uh, Florida. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. That's so, our next show. We have a show next weekend. You do? Florida. What What town? Uh, it's at SeaWorld. Oh. Which I'll be honest, I didn't know it was still open. Uh, it, is that Orlando? I think it's Orlando. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So have you guys done the SeaWorld show before? I've done Epcot, which I'm assuming is almost the same thing. Some, I, I guess that it's a, it's a pretty decent sized kind of amphitheater. I did it. The first time I did it was when Tripper was in the band, which he and I went and so it was kind of before Blackfish when SeaWorld was still in its heyday. Yeah. And we got to go like backstage and see a show, which was kind of cool, but they used to do shows at 2 PM. And so it's just completely bright out and really hot and humid. Um, but this one, I think, I think we play at seven 30 or eight Ooh. trying to spice it up. A little hmm. bit and with a night crowd at SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando comes out to play <laughs> at night. So um yeah, so we got that and then uh another show a couple weeks later, also in Florida. Nice. Where's that show at in Florida? It's SeaWorld again. It's some fair. COVID Springs. COVID. <laughs> it's some uh yeah, outdoor, which I'm fine. I mean, bring on the outdoor shows. Yeah, for sure. That's fine with me. Let's keep it going. Well, Rob, I'm glad you're uh working this week. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Joey, I'm glad you're working this weekend. Me too. That's nice. Yep. I'll just be uh, still uh, doing my kitchen, my backsplash, caulking. It, it looks really, it looks great. Yeah. It's, you're you're it's doing really a good, good job. It's not bad. Have it's, you found a new career? It's getting there. Yeah. Barista and uh, <laughs> kitchen renovator. Caulker. Caulker. I, <laughs> Master caulker. I, I, that, that's a tough one. Like sometimes I feel like I try to, enunciate the L so call so much in that yeah. just to be like, yeah, I got a caulk. I find just, that it's a tricky word. Yeah. I find that saying water because like, I'm trying not to be so lazy with my speech, water, water oh, okay, or mountain. But caulk is a, it's, it's dangerous. It is. You know, dangerous. I mean, it has a very split has a different meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. All right. I get that. You can tell it's the off season. Oh football. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like speaking about <laughs> Robert, can you say something? Yeah. I was just to say we're <laughs> cock talk. <is> cock. <laughs> could be a, could be another section of the, of the podcast where we just talk about inane home, home improvement projects we're all working on. Cock talk is the official podcast of Seattle Seahawk kitchen renovators. <laughs> yeah. Talk, it it can be about talk. renovating. And yeah. Then, but it's Hawk. It's H-A-U-L-K talk. Yeah. <laughs> T-A-U-L-K. Oh my God. All right, let's get into it. Speaking about football, uh, news broke last night. Dak Prescott, $160 million over four yes. years. Our national nightmare is over. There we go. What is it, three years now? Three years. We've been years. talking about this? Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. 160 total over four years. What? $66 million signing bonus. Yeah, biggest, 126 biggest guaranteed. 126 yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, just wild. Rob, first thoughts, Dak Prescott finally getting paid. I... I Part of me is like, I'm so glad, even though there hasn't been a ton, I mean, there was a lot more talk about obviously during the season, especially after he got hurt last year. And then prior to that, there was just all this talk about it in the negotiations and, you know, the franchise tags and everything. And just, you just see this drawn out. Like if it's, it just felt like a bloodletting. So just finally to hear him, the guy getting paid, regardless if you think he's worth it or not, it's just not because Dak, I think we can all lock arms and agree that. Dak's one of the better guys in the league. Absolutely. Nobody's not even like, I don't think even like the most diehard Philly or Giants or Redskins, excuse me, football, foot team Ooh. fans, excuse me. Okay, I'll have to bleep that out. Uh, 
I don't think anybody could say he's an asshole. He's a jerk. He's the toxic person in the locker room. Like Dak's a good, he's a really good dude. Great backstory. You know, the whole thing about texting his dead mother every, before every game. I mean, just like, you just, you got to pull for the guy. So I'm, I'm incredibly happy for him. Now, whether, whether he's worth it, you know, the proof will be in the pudding. We'll see, you know, it looks like he's going to play next year. I mean, it's, he's coming off a pretty gruesome injury. We all saw it. Compound fracture, dislocation of the ankle. You know, he's, what, he's 27, 28 years old. So hopefully he'll be able to bounce back and and make his money. I want to see him play because up until his injury last year, he was playing lights out. As Joey and I both remember, we had him on our fantasy teams and he was killing it every week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, now it remains to be seen, you know, once the, the salary cap goes up, once all these, you know, TV and streaming rights negotiations, you know, we'll see you know, what that actual value means in the, in the coming year and stuff. But I, I'm, I couldn't be happier for him, man. I, I don't, you know, looks like Dallas is going to save some money on their cap. Um, and another thing this week is like, like the, just a kind of a side note, just all the, the, the salary cap, you know, uh, victims, people casualties, getting like, uh, casualties yep. has been kind of, it, it's kind of like Thomas Morstead, like from the saints, like there's a couple of guys, a little bit on the heartbreaking side. Yeah. So it was nice to hear this, news about him finally, you know, cause he was a day away from getting another tag. And so it's, uh, I'm happy for him. You know, uh, I think now we actually have a quarterback that's getting paid that could actually play in the NFC East. So <laughs> yeah, something now, to they watch. Just, now they just got to get him a defense. The, the days of the argument of, Oh, they're not worth that. Or that's, that's so much money. If you have a quarterback that you believe is your franchise quarterback that you believe in, you either pay him or other teams will. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, that's what the market bear. I mean, that's the, that's what the market is. So will he take them to multiple championships? Who knows? Um, but that's how much it cost. And I, I agree with Rob. I think it's great. There was a great, uh, uh, I think his brother on Instagram put a photo of him, like kind of giving him a bear hug. And um, yeah, I don't remember what the caption was, but you know, it's really easy to see that kind of number. And for us as human beings to, relate that to how much we make each year or be like, Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. So stupid. But if you think about his injury last year, I mean, we all watched, it was heartbreaking. Like mm-hmm. he, he knew, he knew it was bad. Everybody knew it was bad except Tony Romo. <laughs> what did he say? He, what did he say? He thought he had a cramp. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was, Dak was calling someone over. His ankle was backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a cramp. I think he's got a cramp. He just needs to pop up and work that out. Um, so to go from that, um, especially playing for an organization and, and, and an owner that kind of seems to be notorious for just not wanting to sign him to a long-term deal. Uh, I think it's great. I, I to be honest with you, I was a little bit surprised. I, I didn't think Jerry Jones was going to pull the trigger on it. A little bit sad. There were some rumblings probably just in Denver of how awesome it'd be to have him come to Denver. Um, couldn't, he couldn't make one podcast, but he's, yeah, I know. Broncos. <laughs> I, know. I made it what 22 minutes. <sighs> I waited as long as I could. <laughs> we got an app state. Well, yeah. I'm going to have to talk about LSU. So I guess yeah. we'll get yeah. them all out of the way. Uh, there you one. are. Yeah. But I think it's great. Go Dak. And I think it's, um, they did a good job of teams are really, as Rob was saying, having it salary cap casualties and, um, people are having to get really creative this year, whether it's, you know, backloading the contract or making it a signing bonus. Um, cause that salary cap not moving or did, did it not move or did it go up? Like, I feel like it's pretty much the same as it was this year or maybe even a couple million less anyway, before this new TV deal comes out, that that's a really big deal. Yeah. And there's a lot of teams that are in going to be in some salary cap hell because of it. So I think it's great. I think Dak's a good dude. Excited for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because we all saw you know, once Dak went down with that injury, it was just like the Cowboys went into a complete collapse because he, he just by himself essentially won all their games for them this past season. So it was just like, yeah, like it's really cool to watch him get paid. And plus, I guess, like, I honestly still don't understand how they can move around money for the salary cap. Like, I think you were talking about it last week or something like that. Yeah, It's just like, it just seems like every single year, it's just like, like moving pieces and trying to, but yeah, that's great. Uh, like the, one of the memes I saw that like, that was actually pretty funny. Uh, like it was this dude that was like, you know, just making it rain or whatever with, you know, cash and stuff. And then like the, the comment was, uh, uh, Dak Prescott cash in his hunting bonus, like while the defense is still letting 40 yeah. points on the board or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I mean like, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, uh, like, do you think that, 
like this is kind of like the tide turning for Jerry Jones, like kind of like letting go of the Cowboys organization even more. Like, do you think like it was him that wanted to sign him or do you think he's backing off and being a true owner and just letting like the GM and like all the other people kind of handle things? That's an interesting question. Um, my first thought to res- my first response would be, Oh, there's no way Jones is giving up control. Cause he's such a control freak. Right. But this huge of a deal, it just doesn't seem, it's not, it him. doesn't seem like him, especially yeah. coming off that injury. Like, like that was a, I think that was a reason that a lot of there, there were people around the country and sports writers that were like, is that going to be available? You know, are they going to, are they going to slap the tag on him again and not do that? Um, because it is, I mean, it's a big commitment. It's a lot of money. It was $60 million, $60 million signing bonus. Do you like imagine that just like showing up in your bank account one day? <laughs> it's just like, boom, sign, oh, deal's done. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like on when you get paid and when you wake up the next morning and you, you know, you log into Bank of America, your app, and you just see like, what, like what's it like when that deposit hits? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then it's That's like wild. minus 250 for, you know, milk at the grocery store on your debit <laughs> card. I think. I don't know. Maybe I think I'm, I, I'm the less cynical side of me seems to think that in his older age that he's softening up a little bit. I think maybe he's learned lessons from the past about paying his guys and, and trying to keep some semblance of, of consistency and unity. You know, Dak's a great dude and he's a really, he's an elite quarterback. You want to keep that guy paid. You want to keep him loyal and on your team. So Part of me thinks that, you know, maybe at some point he's just like, all right, just let's just get it done. Let's keep him. He's our guy. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't, I don't know if he's completely changed his ways. I don't, I don't necessarily think hiring McCarthy was a great call. Um, we'll yeah. see, you know, but yeah, I, I think, I think he's kind of softened a little bit. I think he, I think he kind of realized maybe the injury did it. Maybe some other things, COVID, who knows? Um, he's certainly not hurting for money. I'm glad he did it. Again, I, 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 Dak's a great dude. I'm glad he got paid. Let's, you know, let's get him back on the field. Let's get football going again and see how he does. Yeah, for sure. Um, so next big quarterback move, like who do you all think is going to be? Watson or uh, maybe Wilson? Because Joey, like you were talking about the Seahawks ticket holders uh, getting an email. Uh, uh, do you mind sharing? Yeah, there was you, uh, a, uh, some, my brother sent me this tweet. It was a, somebody posted a photo of a, a letter that the Seahawks sent out to their season ticket holders. And it said, we're so excited to have you back. Um, I should probably say this for Hawk, Hawk talk, Hawk talk, but uh, they, Hawk talk. they listed, they, <laughs> they listed a number of players, you know, Tyler Lockett, uh, Metcalf probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they did not list Russell Wilson. It's wild, which uh, it was not a typo to me. It's either Wilson said, don't put my name in there or, they're not positive. He's going to be back. Um, and they don't want to mislead the fans, which either way, it's kind of like, I, I don't know, but I do know that the Cowboys were one of, uh, one of Wilson's four teams yeah, that he said he was going to go to. He wasn't going to the Cowboys. I, I didn't think so either. And I don't think he's going to the bears. I don't think he's going anywhere. So I actually think he's going to end up staying what they do to make that happen will be interesting. But the Watson, I love the Texans trying to finally dig in their heels and like, we're not moving. Um, I think it's going to, I could see it being like late. I mean, after the draft, maybe even an early like training camp or such when Watson's like, look, it doesn't matter. I'm willing to lose this money. I'm not freaking playing here. Yeah. Um, which if I were the Texans, trade them, get what you can. And you know, you have no image. Your fans hate you already and, and try to like, it's too late. Like the Watson train has sailed for you, which I did find out this week on a Broncos podcast talking about Deshaun Watson. His name's Derek. <laughs> Did you know his first name is Derek? Derek Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Derek Watson. So there we go. I like Deshaun better. Yeah, yeah I do same. too. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think, uh, I don't think Russ is going anywhere. I think it's a, I think it's a PR move. I don't know what he's trying to accomplish, but I, I just, well, I know what he's trying to accomplish is he's trying to get, Carol fired. I think he's yeah. trying to either that or trying to get more leverage within the team as opposed to finding another team, you know, if he doesn't get it. Um, yeah. Watson, I think the clock's ticking in Houston. I think they got to, they've got to realize at some point that what they're, you know, what they're 
risk assessment is going to be, you know, a month from now, two months from now, because he's obviously, he's not, he's not changed his position at all. And he's, you know, he's, he's laying low. So I, I can't, you know, I don't know. We've seen players dig in their heels and refuse to play. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, did Antonio Brown do that too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In a lot of those cases, you, 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 you know, we get conflicting reports and you kind of understand it's usually all it comes down to money and that understandably so, but, but there seems in the, on the Watson camp, there just seems to be an absolute distrust in that whole organization. Like I had a hard time, you know, thinking Le'Veon Bill had like this enmity between him and the Roonies. You know, they've been such a great leadership, you know, family as far as like, you know, being great to their players and taking care of the community and their, and their fans and their players. Uh, I just, I think he hates that team. And I, I can't say that I blame him. I think once, I don't know what it's going to take for them to realize that he's not going to budge, but they need to figure it out soon mm. because I don't think this is going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, because I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to play for Houston again. Yeah. Cause like, I don't think feeling. you can like keep someone that's saying, Hey, I want to be traded or that unhappy around. Like you just can't do that. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like, I mean, like, why are you trying to force this dude to do something what he doesn't want to do? And granted, yeah, like if he did stay with the Texans, yeah, like I'm sure he would maybe try to play his ass off, you know, but I mean, like at the same time, it's like, dude, like this dude's unhappy. You had the whole like Bill O'Brien debacle. It's like, dude, trash all of it. Start over from square one. Yeah, it sucks, but it's just, I think yeah, you blew point. it. I mean, you, yeah, have your, you have yourselves to blame. He sat down with the owner, the GM, they had this meeting and he said, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I heard somebody compare it to like, a, like a, your high school girlfriend is breaking up with you and you're just in denial about it. You know, yeah. you're like, no, I, I don't, nope, I'm not going to, not going to let you go. One more last comment on Russell Wilson. Uh, he's kind of put himself into a dangerous <laughs> situation and that's real. He's, he's, he's it's awful. Did he give himself that name or did I, I kind of, I feel I kind of feel like he's one of those guys that's always wanted a nickname. And then <laughs> I, like, I could see him doing some, that. Some of his buddies went, Oh, dangerous. I like, you know, probably. And yeah. he just had been holding on to it or just yeah. finally decided it would be a good idea. And it's just like, dude, no, no, it's not cool. Yeah. Like, I, you're not seen- cool. And that nickname is certainly not going to help you. <laughs> like, have y'all seen Ted Lasso? Oh yeah, I'm, I keep I'm about, about halfway through it and I'm, I love it. Oh, do you like Ted Lasso's great? Uh, quick sidebar, like there's like this promo thing that he, that uh, that like Apple TV has and like he's talking to uh, like a European football coach and uh, he's just like, yeah, man, like I was just like back in high school, like I tried to give my nickname or I mean like myself the nickname Turbo, but it never stuck. And I just feel like, like, yeah, like Wilson is that dude that tries to give himself nicknames to try to like, to like bolster his, right. His, uh, his legendary status, quote unquote, like in his mind. But yeah, yeah. He just seems like a punk. That's just like, Oh yeah. Like I'm gonna give myself this nickname. It's going to be awesome. It kind of reminds me of this might've been a little out of your, you might've, you might've had some of these posters when you were a kid too, Kyle, but you remember the, I think we've sent some to each other, the posters where it would be like for Dale Ellis, who was a shooting guard for the Sonics. It'd be a picture of him and it said the silent assassin yeah. and he was like dressed up as, you know, with the, with the arena in the background or X-Man, um, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there was, there's been a couple, uh, the silent assassin was one of them that I've seen on Twitter where people have said, this doesn't age, this hasn't aged well. That was one of them. <laughs> and then there was another one for the chiefs. I don't remember who, or no, it was for the angels and they were the California angels. Might've been Mark Langston and one of their players, um, something about explosive and it has the, it has him with a stick of dynamite or basically like a bomb with the stadium in the background. And they were like, yeah, this one, yeah. this one didn't age, but that's what made me, I, I feel like Wilson's would be dangerous or let Russ cook and he'd be cooking up like touchdowns and, and, uh, and not Super Bowls. I have a feeling he hired like a, like a PR team to like come up with this like image, you know, restructuring campaign of like, let's give him a couple of cool taglines or, and I'm just like, no man, nope. just go play. Yeah. Just fucking play, man. Nobody cares. Your fan, obviously I can see why the Seahawks fans would absorb that and think it's cool and use it, but. Yeah, I mean, like he's trying to go like the like, like LeBron James route of, you know, like LeBron, like giving himself the nickname King James. But after a while, it's just like, yeah, he's one of the best basketball players to play of all time. I get it. But 
Yeah. Just like Russell Wilson, just being this short dude being like, Oh, dangerous. Let Russ cook. I just, I, I just, it just makes me laugh. It's yeah. just yeah. so yeah. forced. It's like that scene in the office where Andy Bernard comes back from anger management. He wants everybody to call him Drew. And Drew. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nard dog. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, broccoli Rob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, did Broccoli Rob put you up to this? <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll see where Deshaun Watson and uh, Russell Wilson end up. Joey, prediction, is Russ going anywhere? I don't think so. No. Rob, what about you? What do you think? Russ going anywhere? Yeah. No, I already said that. No, he's, yeah. I, I, yeah, I sure. think he's just trying to- He's going to cook. They're gonna let yeah, him he's going to stay and cook. He's going to have a cooking show. Jeez. Maybe he'll get, instead of a, like a coach's show, he'll get a quarterback show and call it Cooking with Russ. <laughs> the cooking show, the weekend cooking roundup. Yeah, I bet. such a fucking nerd. I, I just, <laughs> I, I just, God. It's like he just tries to act hard, but I'm like, dude, yeah. no, come on. You're not hard, dude. Just <laughs> no. Well, when he announced his last, was it his last contract that he announced with he and his wife in bed? <sighs> and like, I mean, that was, just he doesn't do himself any favors. No. When it I, comes to that. Dude, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I just think he's trying to get Pete Carroll fired. Um, but yeah, like uh, Deshaun Watson update, like where do you think he's going to go? Joey, I know you're hoping for the Broncos. Denver. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping he's coming to the Panthers, but it's probably not going to happen. Miami. Miami. Yeah. That's great. Sweet. All right. Let's move on to some not so great news. Um, I guess we'll have our resident like LSU, uh, expert comment on this, but Les Miles gets let go of his duties. They've at Kansas. gone their separate ways. Gone their separate ways. Fired. Yeah. Absolutely been fired. Yeah. Like of a 2013 report that he had some, uh, just like inappropriate behavior with some female students, uh, like including some allegations that he contacted some on Facebook and text and met some of them off campus alone and at least kissed one of them. It's just, and the idea of Les Miles having a burner phone to do all this. Yeah. If you've, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I another, laugh, but- yeah, just like another, just like this whole thing is just obviously just fucking sad and coaches should not be doing this. But yeah, I mean, like I think what like back in 2013, they had a like investigation and like, I think the AD said, yeah, this guy needs to go. Yeah. The former AD, AD Joe Levo said, we need to fire him like now. Yeah. And then he left soon after that and they didn't do anything. Yeah. So Rob, Les Miles. Obviously my attitude has changed over the past three days. When, when Miles, we were talking about this early before we started taping. When Miles first took the LSU job, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. I'd never heard his name before. And I had a pretty broad knowledge of, of college football and the coaches, but I, for some reason, Oklahoma state was just never on my radar. You know, I knew they existed, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I knew about the, pew, pew. You know, yeah, I knew we about knew Barry uh, Sanders. I probably knew about who was the guy that was their big, the guy that just died, the big benefactor, the guy, the billionaire dude that, Oh, uh, Boone T. Pickens. Yeah, I probably knew more about him than I did about who their coach was. Yeah. So Les Miles comes in and I'm like, okay, a little let down that Nick Saban left and all those circumstances surrounding it, you know, and it became very apparent that he was a passionate dude. Uh, I, I just had misgivings because I didn't know anything about him and there was, and they kept going. Like he inherited some really great teams, inherited some really great players. And, you know, he was known as this riverboat gambler and, you know, I had these crazy games. There was one against Auburn that was last second. You, you, like the first couple of seasons, it was, it was just crazy. You know, there was Katrina, they had to move around, you know, and he he did a really good job of being kind of this, calm voice of like, you know, unity in the community and for the team and everything. And then it became very apparent, at least to me, I felt coaching wise, he was in over his head. You started to see a lot of food, a lot of bad mess ups, bad clock management skills. Yeah. And his press conferences started to take on almost like a Michael Scott. Like, I'm like, who is this guy? Is he an idiot or a genius? You know? So I guess the point that I'm getting to the, the sexual allegation or misconduct stuff that that's come to light. Like it doesn't shock me in the sense that this is a scandal that's happening in a major football program at a major college university. But the fact that it's him, I, I always just thought he was kind of a bumbling sweet guy who really got his players to kind of walk through fire for him. I, I, I it never, this is why it kind of shocked me because it just, that never seemed like he just seemed like kind of a, a non-sexual, non-threatening person. You yeah. Know? If anything, those past couple seasons, he just, he seemed emasculated, you know, and his coaching and just the, the big losses and the clock management bullshit. Um, so I guess my point is it's incredibly disappointing. There's a lot of people that obviously are involved. Uh, I guess the, 
the current AD, Verge Osbury, and the, I think the woman, I can't remember the Miriam, what's her name? Uh, the second in charge in the, in, in the athletics department, they put on, put on like a 30 day leave and have to take all this sensitivity training and blah, blah, blah. This has obviously been going on a long time. Heads need to roll. The guy that's the AD, uh, Jeff Long, I think the guy that's AD at Kansas, <laughs> ironically enough, fired Bobby Petrino yeah. at Arkansas. <laughs> Jeez. So he's he's got some culpability involved here. Uh, he had he had a sham of a coaching search. They those guys knew each other back from Michigan. They worked together there. So obviously there was really no coaching search to get him at Kansas. It was cronyism. Um, there's just a lot of, I mean, we're going to find out more stuff, obviously in the coming days. It's unfortunate. It's sad. Uh, I never, again, I never thought that miles would do something like this, but I guess, you know, we all know that the the college football and basketball programs are incredibly corrupt. Mm. Yeah. They are constantly trying to put the program and the school's needs above those of the students and the people at any cost. And the sad thing is that if it's happening at LSU, and I don't think this is a cynical statement, if it's happening there, you know, it's like seeing a roach in your house. You know there's more. It's happening at a larger scale across the country at these big universities. They have a lot to lose. And their risk assessment is we would rather, obviously with less miles, we would rather go ahead and just fire him, sweep it under the rug, as opposed to actually confess to it and fire him and take the PR hit. But now- we got two college universities that are taking a PR hit and the damage is going to be far worse if you just owned up to it. So that's what I don't understand is why these, you know, these universities that have a lot on the line, they have a lot to lose. If stuff like this comes out, just go ahead and deal with the problem. Acknowledge that you have these systematic issues within your programs and deal with it and be honest about it because you cannot, this happened in, 2013, and we're just now hearing about it only because LSU hired a, another law firm to go back and do an independent investigation. So this shit is happening. It's happening mm-hmm. all over the place. So it, it's just sad to see these programs, they will take, they would rather take the PR hit of firing a coach over actually dealing with the actual allegations and the problems that stem from it. So it's sad to watch and that's, you know, I, 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 that's all I'll say about it. I, I, I'm incredibly disappointed. It's going to hurt the school. It's going to hurt Kansas. You know, nobody was, wants to, I mean, <laughs> be honest, who was going to want to go coach at Kansas? Les Miles right, right. Yeah. just wanted a job. Yeah. And, you know? and maybe maybe in the future, that's a, you see kind of a big name coach like that go to, maybe that's a bit of a red flag. For yeah. Me, oh, what's going on there? You know, yeah. what, what's, yeah. the, what's their relationship like with the AD yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, Verge Osbury, all the, they all need to be the heads need to roll. Jeff Long needs to be gone. If if these schools are are interested in actually, you know, supporting their students and human rights and protecting these women, they will take the appropriate steps. Now, whether they'll do that or not, we'll see. But it's very shameful and horrifying, and I'm tired of fucking seeing it. Well, yeah, because like it's just weird. Because I just think like, well, yeah, like if these schools well did take the appropriate steps. And like my daughter in like a few years, cool. Like she's going to go to school. I'm just like, Hey, you should look at this school because they actually fucking take this shit seriously, mm. you know? And like, that would make me feel better as a parent just being like, okay, like if anything happened, like if anything, you know, God forbid happened, it's like, yeah, like they're respectful enough. And like, they know like the difference, you know, between wrong and right, instead of sweeping it under the rug to where I'm like, you know, I feel comfortable with you going to this university because it seems like they're handling things like actually, I mean, like actual adults do. And it's not just like, Oh, hey, let's get rid of him. Uh, now he's, uh, he's our football coach. He's pretty powerful. Oh, okay. And then it's just like, what the fuck, man? Like, I just, you know, yeah. Like, plus like the thought of like less miles with a burner phone on Facebook sending, you know, messages. I, it, like, it just blows my mind. Like I've never understood the- And guys op- and men operate like that in that environment that have power because they think, even though through all those methods, DMing people on Facebook or whatever, it's like, you can- you can easily get caught, but they, but there's obviously there's a sense of insulation in their psyche. They're like, well, I'm the head football coach of mm. LSU or, yeah. you know, Auburn or whatever, you know, and I, I can, I can operate with impunity because I'm paid this much a year and, you know, people know who I am. And it's like, no, that you don't get a pass on that, but that's yeah. what they think. That's, and yeah. that's what the climate of these, these programs, they, you know, with the alumni, with the boosters, it, it is fostered within that and it has to stop. Mm. 
those days are gone. Yeah. You know, people are more important than football and I love football, but you can't, you can't continue to exist. You know, those people aren't grist for your mill. They're human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's not right. Yeah. Joe, any thoughts? I agree with everything you guys have said. It's, I hate, I hate opening up ESPN.com in the morning and seeing headlines like this. Yeah. I think, uh, I almost feel like I'm getting numb to this because we see it just so often, which is good because as Rob said, we, we just need to drain the swamp of all this bullshit. Um, I think it was the same day the Les Miles story came out that the coach at Creighton in his post-game speech to his team made an incredibly racist remark about plantations to his basketball team and has since, since spent the last three days apologizing, um, and now they've agreed to let him come back to the team. Oh yeah, dude, I saw that. Yeah, like just after a one game suspension, and it's just like, yeah. oh cool, you're in the tournament. Okay, here you go. It's like, yeah, and and I'm tired of this. You know, there's kind of the old school attitude of like, just cancel culture. What can we even do anymore? Gosh, it's like no, it's not bad. It's these guys are finally they're they're getting called out on their bullshit, and people yeah. are saying we're not going to take it anymore. Um, and when it comes to Les Miles situation, you know this stuff has been going on for a long time, totally different, different circumstances. But if you look at the, the Sandusky situation at Penn state, different stories like that. I mean, those had been, those were old stories. I mean, they had been, they'd been around for a long time. They'd been kind of swept under the rug. And I agree with Rob. I, I, football is like one of my favorite things in life to do is watch football and talk about football. And, um, these college kids, I mean, this is, this, this is messed up. And, uh, I'm for all of it. I mean, just bring the hammer down, punish these guys. And and my hope is that as the years go by and and it becomes more clear and evident to incoming coaches that this isn't going to be tolerated, that we'll see less of it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that's the goal Um, because it's at the end of the day, it is just a game. Um, These kids are there trying to get a college education. These gross ass, dirty old men, they want to get off on this kind of stuff and wield their, their power um, that they perceive that they have. And, and, and unfortunately the universities and the, and the boosters and the fan, I mean, they've given them too much power. I think they think they can just get away with it and they're untouchable. Yeah. Um, so get it out of there. Let's every, every time it comes up, just, just get them out, fire them, mm-hmm. don't hire them again and move on. Right. And plus like the sad thing is like, there's so many like, like, I mean, like good dudes and, uh, and, uh, good women out there who have been trying to like, you know, like move up the rankings for these jobs. But yeah, like just seems like half the time it's just some shitty grungy old white dude who, yeah, like I have no idea, but yeah, like there's a lot more great people out there than we think. I know that, but it's just like, yeah, like just give those people a chance mm-hmm. instead of, you know, the old power hungry, less miles who thinks he's hot shit because it's like, Oh, I have these college chicks. Oh, like I'm a god over here. It's just like, yeah, yep. like I've just never understood that way of thinking, you know? Yeah, so. agreed. But yeah, all right. Let's move on to something a little bit more bright. Is is pod damn it bright? Because uh, we're complaining? It's not really complaining, it's I, venting. But it could be bright because we feel better. When for we're sure. Done. Like we kind of release. Yeah, it's, release like a, it. it's like a therapy session. Get yeah, it, for sure. Uh, like I'll go step. first this week. Um, actually, like my pod damn it was going to be. Uh, so last night with one minute left, uh, like old app stay, uh, was up by 10 thinking, okay, we got this in the bag. And then of course they blew a couple inbounds passes. The press got him. And I think Georgia state like got it within four mm. and I'm just like, oh, we're going to blow this. So like that would, so like that would have been my pot, damn it. But they ended up winning. So I'm p- totally pumped about that. Um, but yeah, I actually don't have a pot, damn it this week. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had a good week. So pause, damn it. App State in the tournament. There, there we go. go. Here, Here we go. go. There you Here go. we go. Yep. I've, yeah, I've, I don't think I have anything to, to complain about. I didn't get COVID from our show last week. Yeah. The, like the kitchen's going all right. I think maybe the only thing is, is, is just like our kitchen wall is kind of bowed to where our uh, backsplash is like a little bit curved up in one spot, but I can fix that. No problem. Let's save that for cock talk. Yeah. Right? Oh, cock talk. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, guys. I uh, like my Kroger pickup didn't take a fucking hour and a half like it did last go. week. There you go. They Only must took- have been listening. They must have heard Rob's, yeah, Rob's rants. Oh about no, Kroger. I, I've got a pod po- okay. damn it update on my. That's my pod damn it. Oh okay, my Kroger update. Wow. Now. Oh man. So uh, yeah, 
Go App State, Mountaineers, third time history, NCAA tournament. Have they ever, have they won in the tournament? Like what's the furthest they've gone? Okay. I don't think so. First for everything. Round of 64, out two times. Okay. So we're hoping. This is their year. Yeah. I mean, like if there's a year to do it, this is the one. Yep. So Rob, I'm very intrigued now. Here it's we go. just kind of a, it's an update. Uh, I've been kind of thinking about doing this, um, pod damn it update on the, so my local Kroger's, I think they started back before Christmas. Like we're doing great things. You know, it looks bad now. They put these banners up oh, everywhere yeah. like, but you're going to love it. Well, you know what they're, you know, okay. The one thing I will give the, the Hermitage Kroger's the big one over here, uh, close to my house on Old Hickory Boulevard. Those of you that live in Nashville that are listening, um, it's a popular bus call. It's a bus yeah, it's call. A bu- yeah. popular bus call Career spot. Bus parks. Uh, it's it's a it's actually a really big, yeah, clean. It's a nice Kroger. It's a nice Kroger. Uh, they, I guess, they did a, decide to do like a restructuring. You know, change things up, and you know, we're going to make it great. Well, this has been going on since the end of last year. I will say they did expand the. Uh, produce area. It's, it's kind of expanded and they added a few things and it's been, that's been great. But the rest of the store, I'm still, it's still like I'm walking in in some areas I'm, I'm walking into like a Piggly Wiggly in 1989 <laughs> and I'm just like, where the hell is, you know, cause I, you know, I split time between Kroger. There's certain things I go to Kroger for. And then when I go to like Aldi or Publix, there's certain like specific, you know, things like I always get most of my produce and kind of big stuff from Kroger's. But when it's taking me 30 minutes I live alone, you know, like I don't, I go to the grocery shop store once a week. I don't buy a ton of groceries. You know, I eat out some, not as much as I used to, obviously because of COVID, but, but, you know, I do take out, you know, a couple of days a week. So, you know, and I don't, I don't cook a ton, but like, there's just certain things that I want to have. And if I have to look for 30 minutes to find five or six items mm-hmm. that, that seem to move, Randomly. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on. Like they, whatever great improvements, whatever look redesign that they're, they're trying to instill in the Hermitage Kroger's, it's not, it's moving in a glacier. Space, you mean the, so. the funny signs of like, pardon our mess while we create a better experience. And it's like a person laughing with their hands up in there. Yeah, Those aren't like, funny oops. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah it's, it's like, like where's it, the freaking milk? Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it's just, you know, and it's little things too, that, that are big items that most people buy. And it's like, why you just had it over here with all the other stuff. Like they had this great like health food section where you could get, you know, all this organic stuff and different kinds of grains and muesli. And, you know, they had this big wall of like, you know, bulk item, like nuts and seeds and stuff like that you could buy and all that. And it's just all just gone, you know, all the stuff that that I want to buy. And it's just, and some of it's just moved to other sections and you have to go, you know, you need a treasure map to find everything. So I just, pod damn it, just man, get it figured out. Let's. They did. It that shouldn't at, be taking this long. They did that at our Kroger, um, specifically with the health section. Is like, it's now integrated in with a. I don't know if they're yeah. trying to be a politically correct grocery store where I, they I, they it, want integration. I don't understand the the. That's what they've done at ours, and it's like, it was fine before. Why did you? I could go to one section and buy four or five things that I get every week. And now I have to go hunting for them. Yeah. It just seems ridiculous. I like the treasure map idea. That yeah, could be a, maybe, you know, we all like to use our Kroger fuel for fuel points. Maybe once you get, you know, you could use those points towards the treasure, like unlock the produce. Yeah. Section, you get these you know, clues. If you, <laughs> oh, Hey man, so don't, many points. Joey, don't talk about gas, man. Gas prices are going up and like, you know, whose fault yeah. that is. <laughs> The fact that they go up every winter. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that yeah. works. So Rob, was that your pod damn it? Or was yeah, that just I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just an ongoing thing. And I just wish I, I, I I'm not a patient man. I've yeah. never been, but this seems like going on in an ordinate, inordinate length of time. Yeah. For a corporation that has that many people, you know, at the wheels and people on the ground to get things done. It just seems like this is ridiculous. And yeah. if this is, and on the other side, it's like, this is what you think an improvement to your store is. I might actually have to write my first customer service. Uh-oh. Email. Oh, that'll be awesome. I'm, it's, oh. I'm actually getting to that point where like, if this is what it's going to look like from here on out, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> please, please stay tuned. And uh sidebar. Yeah. People do compliment this uh, Hermitage Kroger a lot. Cause you have like the murder Kroger and stabby Kroger in town. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're two different Kroger's 
But yeah, the people who always come out here to this one for like a bus call saying like, oh, it's wow, great. Wow, and shit, I, you guys have a really When nice I lived in Kroger. Donaldson, I used to go to the one there and it was kind of like, eh. So I, I used to go to the Publix. Oh, okay. Was that Murder Kroger or Stabby Kroger? No, uh, well, that's Murder Kroger. Murder Kroger is the one on no, Murder Kroger's in East Nashville. I don't yeah. know if it was Stabby. I mean, it just, it was a Kroger's. It was just kind of like, eh, B yeah. flat Kroger's. Wasn't, yeah. you know, just kind of vanilla. You could find stuff. But I ended up going to the Publix in Donaldson, which is great. I go to that one over the one in Hermitage. I think it's overall just a better, bigger store. Um, so when I moved out to Hermitage and, and like, I had been to that parking lot a bazillion times, but I'd never actually gone to the store. And I remember when I walked in the first night and I was like, holy crap, this is actually a great, yeah. huge store. Fine. Everything It was a good layout, good flow to it. That's I think this gone. is helpful because if any of our past receivers that are listening from outside of the greater Nashville area come to town, they're going to know where to go. Yeah. yeah. You know, which, which Kroger's to hit, which ones to miss, but yeah, keep us updated on the on the letter. We may even have to have a reading of the letter slash email that sent. Oh, that would be amazing. I was, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Awesome. Great. Joey Pod, damn it. Uh, mine's pretty simple. Uh, most days, I started this up once COVID hit. Uh, I like to run. I go for a run most days. Did you trip and fall again? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But I could on my pod, damn it. People that bag up their dog shit and then leave it on the sidewalk. I mean, do you see this when you're out for a run? Like, wait, so like they bag it up, but they, then like they it, actually like, they just leave it either leave, on the grass or they put it in a driveway. The only picks, thing I can fix it up. I, I, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is if, if there's people that are like, maybe if their dog's taking a shit in their yard and they're upset about it, maybe they bag it and like try to throw it in that other person's yard. But I, I've been stunned at the number of bags of dog shit I've seen just laying in the street or in the, I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. If you, uh, if your dog takes a shit and you're an asshole, you'll just leave it in the lawn. Don't do that. So our past receivers don't do that, but to bag it, <laughs> yeah. tie it up and then just leave it. That's like worse. You know, I, I just, just throw it away. You've already bagged it up. You've tied it, take it with you and, and throw it in a garbage can. It drives me crazy. It, it's, uh, but thank you for bringing up my fall because that could, if I wasn't looking, you know. You fall in the dog shit, man. If, yeah, I'm, could, if I'm running and I'm looking for an update to see if Deshaun Watson's in Denver yet, I could very, <laughs> I could trip on a, on a bag of dog shit, which. Do you get the little do do alert? Tri I will say if that did happen, that'd make such a good story. It would. I would laugh, but then I would feel yeah. bad for you. But then I would laugh you, again. You fell because you, you, you tripped or you slid on dog shit. No, it was dog shit in a plastic bag. And the, yeah. <laughs> So that's okay it. because Deshaun Watson decided to Beg <laughs> deal with Denver. So now if it was like, if Deshaun Watson was like, okay, Joey's got, he's got to commit to a full run and then, and slipping on a bag of dog shit, taking a fall, I'd do it to get him there. <laughs> so if you're listening, Derek, Deshaun Watson, I'll do it. God damn it out. All right. Uh, and before we wrap up this episode, Joey, what's your, uh, your music suggestion this week? Oh, I've got a good pick this week. Okay. So, um, stoked. First of all, uh, I feel like I, you guys are like cooler and listening to more. I feel like mine are always older things that I've been going back and listening to, but Nirvana. I guess that's okay. <laughs> yeah. There's this band out of Seattle that- Oh, they're pretty cool. Uh, the singer's name is Edward Mueller, better. Uh, no, I, we've got HBO Max and Ooh. they added some new movies. Ooh. So they put the doors. Money bags. The doors on there. Oliver Stone. Yeah, money bags. Uh, came out in like 91. Yeah. I had only seen it once. So I watched it again. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's uh, Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison is, is pretty great. Unbelievable. And you know what I found out today? Listen to the rewatchables on that. They just put it out. That's his voice. It's actually yeah. Val Kilmer singing. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. But it kind of got me into, uh, I feel like everyone always goes through different doors phases in life. Like when I turn on the doors, Bryn's like, this is just my senior year of high school. Like right, I don't yeah. need to listen to it again. Um, so I've been listening to a pretty good amount of the doors. Nice. Um, and it's awesome. They have a, they have a, a uh, again on HBO Max, they have a live, a doors concert. I will say the first song was not one that I recognized. And it was like 14 minutes long. And I only made it about nine because it was like, okay, I need a little break, but. Love me two times. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Uh, I'll go next. And uh, yeah, speaking about, um, you know, like opening up doors to like certain times in your life and memories. Um, like I've been listening to a lot of the 1975 
recently. Great band. Yeah. I love those guys. But like more of the, like the up-tempo funky stuff because it's like their past couple records have been like kind of half and half of like sentimental stuff. But then like you just have like funky guitar and awesome bass lines, awesome drum parts, awesome drum sounds. Yeah. I think that dude's drum sounds that capture on the He's a really good player too. Dude, dude, he's awesome. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of the 1975 and every time I listen to them, uh, this is really weird, but like in, you know, like imagine everything was back to normal and, and we were touring again. Uh, like if we had a day off in like a big city somewhere, um, most of the time in the morning, I would just go walk by myself, go get coffee because I just need a second. Like I like to be alone for yep. like half the day. Me too. So like every single time I put the 1975 on and like, and like I walk around big cities, I just think this is like the perfect soundtrack to just walking to like a New York City coffee shop yeah. or a, like a Toronto, blah, blah, blah. And then I have lunch and then I end up getting a little bit day drunk by myself before I meet up with everybody else. So that's like my go. normal routine. Nice. Like on a day off. Yeah. I like I that. like to get a little day drunk and then, cause like, I don't like staying up late getting drunk anymore mm. because then if I, you know, it's get tough. hammered by yeah. like seven o'clock, I can actually get like 10 good hours of sleep. Well, good in quotes, but um, yeah. So every time I listen to 1975, I just think, cool, Kyle's going to get coffee, go get lunch, nice. have some patio beers at a cool outdoor bar. And then I'll meet up with everybody else. It's great. They, uh, my daughters introduced me to that band. They're so um, good. When I heard it, tell me if you guys agree, it sounds like kind of a rad eighties band. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought the first song I heard, I thought was like a, like Phil Collins, almost Genesis. Like kind of has that, which is, it's super cool. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Plus like that drummer, like I feel like could be a, like a side guy for like any, insert pop act and he would mm. still sound good. Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, cause I guess that's one of my things too. It's just like, I appreciate drummers and bands that could actually leave the band and just could be a freelance side guy and would still sound great because there's some bands and musicians in the band. just like this guy only sounds good and is, is kind of shitty, but they make that band sound. So mm. nice. Yeah. Rob, I got to give a big shout out to a song that kind of saved me last week having a rough couple of days and I'd forgotten that this was dropping on Friday, but man, it came at a good time. Uh, Silk Sonic. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Anderson Pac, Bruno Mars. They, they're coming at you. They, they dropped a real sweet mm. stone jam on Friday called uh, leave the door open. <sighs> Anderson Pac is, I love Bruno Mars, but I, I, I'm a huge Anderson Pac fan. That dude is a absolute triple threat. Um, Watch that tiny desk concert of him playing drums and singing. Like, I, oh, yeah. we've all seen and admired really great singing drummers because we all realize how hard it is to do. It's mm. it's not like playing guitar. It's not like playing bass or just singing. Yeah, and singing is hard enough as it is, but you take drumming and singing at the same time, but you watch that guy's just absolute effortless natural ability to do to, to do those things and groove so well. Um, his drumming on this is the absolute epitome of taste. Bruno Mars is singing. It's 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 a great melody, yep. you know. It's it's just like a quiet storm, you know. Get next to your lady, you know. Old old time slow jam, but man, it's a great song. I cannot wait to hear the rest of the record. I can't remember when it comes out, but yeah. You're looking for uh, something to add to your um, your playlist out there? Leave your door open. Leave Ice. the door open by Silk Sonic. It's a it's it's a good tune. Yeah, do you like whenever they posted like they were gonna do an album together? What like? Yeah, it was only a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're coming for you. We were just like, holy shit. <laughs> it was like, please this be good, be please awesome. be good, please be good. Yep. And they dropped that first song. And I, and I remember like just like the first four bars, I was just like, yes. yes. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I know exactly what's getting ready to happen and I'm going to love it. And also I can't wait for that tour in 2023, like Anderson <sighs> Pac and Bruno Mars. I'm I'm going to call it now. I'm, I'm assuming they'll go on tour together at some I point. I would guess so. Yeah. Well, he did a couple of years ago. He opened up for, for Bruno. But I mean, Bruno hasn't put out a record since like 2000. What was the last record that had uh, Uptown? Uh, uh, 24 Karat. Yeah, that was, what, 16? Yeah. 15, 16? It's like, he hasn't actually put out a record, so hopefully... Oh, would you mean Bruno Mars or Thomas Rhett? <laughs> I meant Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yeah, so anyway, go go put that song in your ears if you hadn't heard it yet. It's um, it's delicious. Nice. Sweet. All right, and that wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass. At One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass Twitter. One More Pass Pod at gmail.com. Sanchez Brothers... Come on, email, please. Joey, what do you have to say to your brothers and our other past receivers? Uh, send some emails. Or just some funny um, Joey stories. Yes. Yeah. Or something for uh, Calk Talk. Yeah. Send Anything. Some, send something for that. Um, <laughs> get outside if you're in Nashville. Enjoy this weather. It's awesome. 
wear a mask, um, get vaccinated as soon as you possibly can get on waiting lists, but please don't be an asshole and like skip your turn, make up a condition or yeah. whatever to like, we're all going to get vaccinated. It's going faster than ever. Um, but do it the right way. And yes. the more people that get it, the better. So keep going. There's, there is more and more light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Oh, hey, when are you going to go back to work? I need a concert. Get fucking vaccinated, Rob. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, be kind. Rewind, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Oh, if you live in Nashville, I went to the Picasso exhibit. Oh, how was that? It was great. Awesome. Highly recommend it. I took, my, took myself on a little date. It was there nice. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. All right. That wraps up this week. No pod next week. Joey's on vacation. Boo. Boo. And I have things to do. Rob has things to do. And plus, we're just taking a week off. There we go. We oh. deserve it. Oh, my gosh. All right. We will see you all in two weeks. Two weeks. Send emails. <laughs>